people love superheroes. But if you knew half the shit they get up to. Fucking diabolical. We're the world's greatest superheroes. And I can do whatever the fuck I want. Huh? Who's up for that? That's where I come in. Come in to do what? Heart of a lion. Fire inside me, blaze like a siren. Spank the bastards. No, I can't keep silent. How do you spank a superhero? Bang. Boom. Cool. Cool, cool. Vintage Geeks. Uh, we are doing episode number two, and it is going to be all the boys. Um, I am your co-host, David. I'm Joe. And uh, we were going to have a special guest, our first special guest. Unfortunately, time zones and stuff didn't quite work out, so we will have them on again eventually. Um but yeah, it was kind of shitty. Just didn't work out timing-wise. Um, but yeah, me and Joe watched The Boys pretty much the day it came out. Fucking flew through it like maniacs. Um, and we've been waiting to record since. Whoa, what the fuck throwing things around here? <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, this one, Kate, this one, well, I hadn't watched really anything about it. So no trailers, no nothing. Yeah, so, I knew nothing about it. Yeah, actually, no. You know what? That's probably not true. I think, I think I saw the trailer, and I knew that I I had seen people talking about it, but it didn't really like. I wasn't really sold by the trailer. I guess. Um, I was kind of like, cool. I'll watch it. And then I just heard everyone fucking losing their minds about it. And I was like, who? I wonder. And I fucking threw it on and bam, I was I was shocked. Yeah, I think I think the only thing actually I did see was part of a trailer. And it was the scene where Huey's girlfriend gets exploded yeah. and all that. Yeah. So- and, and to be honest, I I actually I remember them kind of being dicks like um the scene where uh, Watchlander and 
Queen Mare were kind of being Homelander? shitty to one another. Yeah, you think yeah, of Watchmen? You think of yeah. Watchmen? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, when Homelander and Queen Mare were like kind of being shitty Queen to one Maeve. another. David, get your Queen shit Maeve. together. What the fuck, dude? All right, sorry. I'm a little, a little stoned. Um, but yeah, it was. That was about the only thing I had really seen, and I was just like, "All right, cool." And uh, but I don't think I remembered it. Like I, I remembered the little shitty scene between them, but that was about it. I didn't like whatever trailer I saw didn't affect me one way or another. Okay. It wasn't did stand out. Well, see, see, for me, since I had really I hadn't watched anything, and especially with episode one, you know, up until he got to the end, like, and they were you know talking about it, and, and uh, Billy Butcher was talking about all of them are dicks, but Homelander. So I'm like, okay, yeah. is he going to be the Boy Scout like Superman trying to keep these guys good? And then you get obviously the end of episode one where he puts <laughs> the plane down, and I'm like, fuck yes, this is the kind of you know dark Superman or I didn't see Brightburn, but I heard this is what Brightburn should have been. Right. Thing. Yeah. So yeah, I heard the same thing and I was shocked. Like I, I liked the idea of superheroes being kind of dicks. So I was like, I was down to watch it definitely. And I wasn't disappointed. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it, I guess I expected them to be dicks. I didn't, I didn't have any idea how far they'd fucking take it. I, w- I was kind of shocked. I-, I think I I I think I probably spent most of my viewing with my jaw kind of slack, like just being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was looking. Uh, I'll go through some recap here. There's it, it's nine point on IMDb, which is su- super strong. Yeah. Eighty two percent certified fresh and rotten tomatoes, but it has a ninety four percent user rating. <laughs> uh, so, which is which is cool. Uh, it was written by Eric Kripke. He's a writer and creator. It was I watched Timeless on NBC, and he's been doing Supernatural for. It seems like Supernatural's been on for like thirty years. Yeah, it's a show that no, that to me, I've never known anybody who watches it, but it's been on yeah. for like fifteen years. Yeah, and then uh, Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen were the uh, kind of the, the executive producers, creators of this. So it uh, it stars. Uh, are from Karate Kid fame, Elizabeth Shue as Madeline Stilwell. She's the uh, kind of over- oversees the heroes and especially Homelander. You got Carl Urban as Billy Butcher, Jack Quaid. Love. Yeah, man, I love Carl oh, Urban. Carl like, I, I, he's one of those guys who can do no wrong in any role he he does. Yeah. Like, I just fucking love that dude. Yeah, uh, Jack Quaid, who is uh, Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid's son, is Huey Campbell. And uh, Anthony Starr as Homelander. And the only thing I've seen him in, and Jordan got me to watch this, uh, was uh, Banshee, the show on Cinemax. Oh, I think I saw the first season of that. Yeah, Banshee's really good. Some really great fights. Really great fights in it. Uh, Aaron Moriarty is Annie January slash Starlight. It says she was Hope in Jessica Jones. I just, I don't remember that at all. Hope. Hope. I don't know who that is. So, uh, Dominique McElligot is Queen Maeve, and she was on House of Cards, and I remember her from Hell on Wheels with the Anson Mount, uh, which, is a, which is a great show. 
uh, who else? Uh, Chase Crawford, he plays the Deep. He was on Gossip Girl, and he's done voiceovers for Family Guy and Robot Chicken. And then Karen Fukuhara, who was the female, and then they told her her name was Kimiko. And mm-hmm. she plays, uh, she does the voice of Glimmer on the She-Ra on Netflix show. Oh. And uh, she was also Katana, one of the few decent characters oh, from the Suicide Squad movie. yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, now I've never, now I've never read the comic. Uh, no, me either. So I was, so I did a little bit of research because I thought it was, you know, it was a really interesting premise. And this was, it was originally published by Wildstorm, which was, D, uh, you know, the DC imprint that Jim Lee founded. Yep. And uh, I think it was said like after like six episode issues, it was canceled because DC didn't really like how the superheroes were being portrayed. <laughs> Shocking, right? I, mean, I wonder yeah. who they're referring to on these uh, the seven. So th- then it went over to uh, I think Dyna. It was a Dynamite Comics, and it ran for like seventy two issues. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting you know some of the things that they've changed now and we'll talk about it uh, as as we get through uh, get through the episodes but uh yeah i just uh i, I was i guess overall thoughts i i i've i know I, not even gonna waste time it's a freaking jedi all the way it was yeah. that's and that's our rating system jedi is great padawan is okay and jar jar is terrible so but uh, I mean, I liked it so much. I watched it like back to back because yeah. it was that good. It's I really, I have not seen. I, th- I haven't seen a show like this probably since Titans, and I, I got to really think of which one I like better because there's both of them are so. They do so. They do so many things, great and unexpected, for their genre. Yep. And. Uh, I mean, this definitely has, I mean, this definitely, I mean, the, like I said, the first, I mean, the first episode, the first episode before it starts, it's got seven different things about parental warning. And the last one is rape on there. You know what I mean? It's like, Jesus Christ, what is, what is this going to be all about? So, so yeah, I, I, yeah. So again, I'm not going to bury the lead. It was freaking awesome. And I loved it. I loved how everything was portrayed. I loved uh, the corporate aspect of it, I loved how everything was calculated and planned, and to you know for public for public consumption, mm-hmm. and that just superheroes are behind the scenes are just really dicks. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'll echo it. Um, that it's a definite Jedi for me. So the, it this heads right into the. Jedi Council. I, I honestly, this is as much of a motherfucking Jedi as you could possibly ever get. It. You're right. It's going to be hard to figure out which one of these two shows between Titans and and uh, the Boys is better or my favorite of the year. They're both very different than what I expected. Yes. And it, it was a really nice surprise um, throughout it all. I was, I had no idea what I was in for, or what was going to happen next, or how 
how shittier these people could end up being. Um, and, and they just fucking kept upping it every week where I was just like, holy shit. Um, I, there wasn't any, I think there's, I have one complaint about the whole thing. And <clears throat> the thing that bothered me throughout the entire season was the edited fight scenes. It, it's very choppy through all their fight scenes. And, and that's a little bothersome. Um, otherwise, I, I just love it. I love the fact that it's like as much the fucking asshole Justice League that you could possibly ever get. Like, really, what if Superman was just a fucking giant douchebag? You know, what What if Wonder Woman was kind of self-absorbed and only cared about her image? And, and the Flash was fucking jacked on steroids mm-hmm. and losing his mind and fucking Aquaman's just a fucking dick. Like, but but it's, he's, yeah, he's a dick, but he's still the joke of the team, even yes. in this iteration, right? Yes. Why don't you go fuck Shamu in the blowhole? <laughs> oh, God. But the, the other oh. thing, the other thing I loved that, that was really great, I mean, I loved how Anthony Starr portrayed Homelander and yeah. I loved how, you know, when he had these different meetings with people, how fucking intimidating he was, you know, how intimidating mm-hmm. they were of him because they just, you just didn't know how he was going to react because he's, he's super powerful. There's yeah. like the deep, there's no, what is he going to do? There's nothing he can do to him. So just the way that he kind of imposed his will in a, um, it's a creepy, um, just the way he the way he uh, said things, you know, it what it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, mean or vindictive, but it was just it was so intimidating. I love yeah. that so much about the it was like three or three or at least three different scenes, you know, in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's that real fucking quiet, creepy demeanor that he doesn't. E- it's his presence. Yes. Hundred percent. It's just his presence alone that gives off that I could fuck you up at any moment. Like it was pretty impressive. I, I it was a really impressively acted show. Mm-hmm. I was. It could have been super corny, and there were moments where it was corny. But if it had like kind of veered on the like getting too corny aspect, you could have really lost your entire audience. And they just fucking nailed it. They nailed every tone that they were trying to, you know, portray and just get across to the viewer. I, I like every time I, I didn't know what to expect, but it just kept me on the edge the entire time of something bad can fucking happen at any moment. And, shit is going to go wrong. It was just... It, I really haven't had a viewing experience like this since Titans. Yeah, and it's and it's too bad. Like, with Titans and with this, it's just the limited audience that's going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, if this... this 
like for example, I guess the closest thing we I could compare this to on Netflix is Umbrella Academy. Yes. Uh, and uh, if I mean if this was on Netflix, this this would be trending more, just oh. because of the audience that that would see it, and I, I think that the word of mouth would just steamroll with it. I yeah. still, I don't know how many people have. I don't know how many people have Amazon Prime. You know? I I was a little shocked. I actually had asked. Um, I was I fucking told everyone that I worked with that, like I talk TV and shit with there that they had to watch this. One of the girls that I work with who works near me, we talk like she goes to see all the Marvel movies and shit, and she's kind of geeky. She's not my level of geeky, but she's she's pretty up there. So I, after I had seen it, I went and talked to her. Have you seen the boys? She's like, no, what the fuck is that? And I told her, I'm like, you've got to watch it. She stayed up Monday night and watched all fucking eight episodes before she came to work Tuesday. She's like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> that was so fucking good. I told like three other people on top of that. One I know who will watch it and she'll fucking love it. The other one, I told her, and she's like, oh, what's it on? I'm like, Amazon Prime. She's like, I don't think I have Amazon Prime. I'm like, who the fuck doesn't have Amazon Prime at this point? And I, she's like, yeah, I don't I don't think I do. I'm like, you really got it. Well, the next day she came in, and her husband even brought up the fact that he had seen something about the boys. He's like, we should watch that. She's like, I, we don't have Amazon Prime. He's like, watch this shit, and fucking ended up getting Amazon Prime just to watch the boys. So, you know, I, I fucking put the word out there. I fucking love this show. I was so impressed with it. And the people that I know would like it will watch it and will come up to me and be like, holy shit. I'm like, I know, right? Just your fucking mind is blown. And it, everyone loved it. So, well, and I, and again, I guess we'll just start off with episode one. Um, you know, at the very beginning, you get the Vought Studios logo intro. It's just like just like Marvel, like Marvel mm-hmm. Studios. It's yes. I, I love, and we'll talk about it, the different things that DC and Marvel related that we see in here. So you know, you get the first, you get the first action sequence with uh, like that out of control truck, and you know, uh, Maeve jumping in front of the truck, and it they it's this the the lovely Matt Kirby Wonder Woman slow mo of <laughs> of her stopping the truck just re- totally reminds me of, of of a scene Zack Snyder and from Wonder Woman you know yes. that he that he would do in Wonder Woman and uh, and so that I thought that was a great I thought it was a great start and then you got you know Homelander there and and then they start to, you know taking selfies with him which is again all about. Just branding. Yeah, like it's all about branding. It's yeah. constantly branding yourself. Yeah. So, and then you, and then, and then right after that is basically we get right into it with Huey and his, you know, hit the store that he's in. He's working in. He's and, working at like a, a fucking cheap Radio Shack, yeah. but like they have everything. They have everything you could possibly need. Yeah. That kept cracking me up. They're only a radio. They're a Radio Shack that actually has stuff. Yeah. That people exactly. want. So, but, but you kind of, you get, you get some information about where he is passive and he doesn't, you know, stand up for himself because I guess he was going to ask for a raise or something like that, which his girlfriend, when she comes in, you know, after they walk outside, she's asking him, did you, did you talk to him? And he's like, no, I'm going to do it tomorrow. So you, so you kind of get the, 
the information that he's he's kind of a pushover. Yeah. And then that's and then and then we see his progression through this whole eight episodes of how how he changes. But yeah, you're just you're standing there, they're talking, you know, she's you know just off the curb, and fucking all of a sudden, it's just they just cut to the super slow mo and the blood. Well, it it it's funny because you they're having a discussion about Billy Joel and she's there and it does cut to slow-mo and she's just fucking gone. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? And it's so, it's so funny cause it's so super slow-mo. Like you kind of see the wash, but not really. And she's gone. Right. But all of a sudden the blood starts coming out of the, the right hand side of the screen Yeah. and just starts splattering his face. Like it was fucking glorious. I was shocked. And as like the blood just washes over his face, the camera pans. Oh, yeah. And you see the body and it has just fucking exploded and is still hanging in midair. And then it cuts out of slow-mo and A-Train like just stops, turns around and says, I can't stop. I don't know what happened. I'm out of here. Fucking turns around and leaves. And fucking takes off, and you realize this is your Flash character. And the camera pans back to Huey, and he looks down, and he's still holding her hands. Yeah. And forearms. It was fucking incredible. This was like the moment where I'm just like, oh, shit. Wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, this is where we're going. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it was it was exactly that where i'm just like oh okay then i i guess holy shit i wasn't expecting that and it, it really sets like everything about it really just sets the tone for this for like whatever you think is gonna happen buckle in because it's gonna be nothing what you think at all yeah, and then you and then we get uh you know kind of a like the the after funeral where Huey's back in the house with uh with his dad. Well, don't they do the cut scene first to um Starlight? Um yeah, what the yeah, they do it's a I guess it's a casting director. They're interviewing her where she's going to show him her powers. Right. It's like it's an audition to be one of the seven. Yeah. Which is basically one of the Justice League. Yeah. And so the other thing I learned, learned that you just reading, not reading, but reading about the comics was in the comics, this, you know, of course, this, they, they talk in here about the, the Vaudeville National having, you know, 200 some superheroes, right? Uh, yeah. And I don't think they really, really focused on this in the show, but in the comics, the seven are at a power level higher than the run of the mill ones that they've got, you know, like a guy right. in Baltimore and a guy here and a guy in Ohio, that type of thing. So the seven is, is like the major leagues and they are, they are more powerful than the next tier down, whether that's for a method of control or what. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. So, but yeah, so she's being interviewed, um, and she demonstrates her powers and, and kind of fucks up the camera and all that. And like I said, then they go, then they go into the, you know, the after funeral and Huey's all pissed off because he sees a train saying, you know, Hey, or, you know, he's, he's 
apologetic, but saying, you know, she was in the middle of the streets and I couldn't stop. Right. And he was like, fucking liar, man. It was, she was one, one step off the curb. And, you know, he's talking about suing and his father who played by Simon Pegg, who in the comics, Huey is drawn to be Simon Pegg. Right. So the father's telling him, you know, you're, you don't have the fight in you. You never have. So that's another thing of yeah, another moment where I was kind of shocked too. Like I was like, "Wow, his dad's kind of a dick." Like he just kind of like put it all out there on Front Street for you. He's like, "You don't have the fight in you, man. You can't." You, I was just like, "Shit, crush a motherfucker's dreams, why don't you?" Yeah, right. And then, and then you get you get uh, after a scene, you basically uh, you get Starlight, who's, who's going to be inducted into the Seven. So she was, uh, where was she? Um, is it Indiana? Indiana. Indi- uh, Indiana. Was it Indiana or yeah, Iowa? It was some I, something I. I know. I, I, think, it, I think it was Indiana. I think it was Indiana. So, but I, but I like the. You know, the Madeline talking at the shareholders meeting, talking about, you know, our recent movie grossed $1.7 billion. We've got a new theme park in Paris. You know, branding opportunities are endless, you know, and it's, it's, again, this is a, this is a for-profit corporation that has super-powered heroes behind them, which is just an awesome premise. And, uh, and you get, uh, she introduced, she brings the deep on stage and basically they talk about with Lamplighter retiring, they needed another member and then they introduced Starlight. So, and then it kind of cuts to, kind of cuts to the headquarters, David. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like showing her around the headquarters, right? And Yeah. yeah like, so the deep decides that he's going to show her the, the, Hall of Justice, basically. You're going into the room where they all sit around and have their meeting and shit. And uh, it's just him and her. Door closes behind him as they walk in, and it seems innocent enough. Like the, yeah, she's like, the, I don't, I don't know, God, like I don't, I can't believe I'm here. And he's like, right. Well, I didn't think I deserved to be here when I first started, and you know, right? He kind of seemed like he really started off like, like holy shit. He, this dude's pretty decent. Like, he might be one of the good people out of this group. And she kind of innocently lets it slide that she had a little bit of a crush on him. And she's saying, yeah, turns around and he's, you see this back shot of him and you can tell he's jerking off in front of her. Let's get the Harvey Weinstein, and, right? <laughs> Yeah, he just like he just fucking whips it out and she's like, Whoa, 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 what the fuck? And basically they nail they start fucking like pulling from today's headlines, you know, like pretty much. The like anything horrible that has been in the headlines, these fucking people do. So he basically tells her that if she doesn't blow him He's going to ruin her reputation. And they cut away to right after that, and she's in the bathroom fucking throwing up. You're just like, what the fuck? Aquaman just raped her. Like, again, 
wherever you think this is going, it is not. And they don't fucking shy away from anything at all. I was just, I was really taken back. I was kind of shocked that they went that far. I was like, holy shit. But it really sets the tone for how really disgusting these heroes are. Yeah, and it and it also, it, you know, this is a just an awful moment for her character. And and again, we see just like Huey's transformation through the show, we see her going from a victim to, you know, really empowering. Yeah. So which is good, but yeah. So in in so in the comics, Homelander is the one leading her through the the Hall of Justice. Yeah, and then and he kind of says it, at, you know, at the, where it's very similar, but at the end he's like, you know, and there's, you know, you know, just one final test, and then that's what happens, and she's you know, shocked and all that, and then uh, the deep and uh, somebody else comes in, and she's like, thank God you're here, and she's like. Uh, you know, talking about what's happening, and then they both pull their pants down. You know, oh shit! So it was all three of them, and she's like, she tells, I can't believe it, and she, you know, talks about how you're supposed to be a hero, and I, you know, you save people and you do good and all that, and he's like, and he's like, yeah, and we like our dick sucked, you know. So it was like oh, crazy, shit. and so all three of them, she had to do all three of them. So it's even worse in the it's comics. even worse in the comics. Yeah, damn. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, and then and then we again then we see her like you said in the bathroom, and then Queen you know Queen Maeve was like, get yourself cleaned up, make sure no one sees you like that. And as she's walking out, she's like, she's like translucent, you're a fucking pervert, and that's the the Invisible Man guy. Yeah. Who I think right before that they had a shot of him on Jimmy Fallon and they kind of give you a little info about his powers where he says you know, right. he's got to be naked and he's it's a carbon meta material. So you so you, there's two different pieces of information that that pay off later. So uh so yeah, that's so that's that's your intro to some of the seven there. So what happens after that? Well then they, then, um... you, then you got then you got uh a butcher comes into Huey's shop. No, no, it goes. It cuts to Huey talking to his dad about suing them and getting money. Well, yeah, because I think the the guy, yeah, the guy, they offer him like forty five grand, but he's got to sign an an NDA. Right, right, and he he. He actually. This is where you start seeing the, the little turn in in Huey, where he, you see him kind of flip out at the dude presenting the offer, and then it's he snaps out of it. Yes. And he's back to his kind of meek self, and he still refuses it. He's like, "Whatever, I don't want the money. I want an apology." And uh. The, the guy's like, well, he's not really going to apologize. He goes, that's all I want. I want an apology, and that's it. And uh, so he t- takes off without the money. But, like, th- there's this whole scene where he tells them off, and then when he snaps to, he's like, uh, you know, 
politely for the more, most part lets him down and he leaves but it, it shows where his head is what he wants to do what his true feelings are and then what he actually does yes um and then it cuts to the hit Huey in the store and you get Butcher walking in and he tells me he goes you look like you're starring in a porn version of the Matrix to Butcher <laughs> uh, I love that it was the the interaction between Huey and Butcher was fucking phenomenal yeah I, from the very beginning it was like you could tell like when I watched that I could tell that Huey wasn't really being honest about working for the government for whatever reason, but I was going with it regardless. Like I, I knew there was something else to it. Um, but he, he tries to convince, um, Huey butcher tries to convince Huey to put plant a bug in there by making a train apologize. And Huey kind of sets up the meeting and gets into the, the meeting room and there's this whole plan of he has to take the bug out of his phone and well hold on this you, you skip you skip something what i skipped so uh from from the store remember they go to that club do you remember where they go to the club where all the supers are in there just being totally oh! depraved Oh, that's right. You know, Where because in Plastic Man, the so, ultra yeah. religious Plastic so, yeah, Man was so, yeah. So you get you get some more you get some more info on on characters that'll play in the future. Well, well, first you see you see a guy like uh, uh, like the Atom run full steam launch into some chick's vagina. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, you see you see the Plastic Man who's Ezekiel who is going to be the the religious uh, superhero. Uh, you see him. He's getting um, he's getting like a blowjob by two guys, and he's stretched out kissing two other guys across the room. Yeah. So you, you get that, and then then you see the video of A Train bragging and laughing about Robin's death, and that's where Huey gets like super rage. He's like, they're laughing, they're laughing at this. Yeah. And that it solidifies Huey's you know, what Huey's going to do. So this is when they kind of set up the meeting and he ends up going to the, to the meeting room to place the buck and ends up having to go to the bathroom before he places the buck to get it out of the phone case. And there's like, doesn't someone comes in to the bathroom. I forget who it was. Well, you still you're still you still skipping a bunch, David. What the fuck? <laughs> Am I really? Yeah. So 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 after they decide to do the bug, then you you get uh, the scene where you have Madeline and the mayor of Baltimore, and they're trying to work <gasps> a they're trying to work a, de- a deal for a hero for Baltimore. So That's right. she's talking to him. She goes, "I got a perfect perfect one for you. It's a Nubian prince, which is this African American hero." And he's like, "This is just." The corporate speak in this is just great. You know, she yes. says, you know, hey, he fits your population demo. He's not too militant. Caucasians love him with a 59% approval rate. We'll give him to you. Three-year contract, full PR support, 
with nine points of the merchandising rights. And that's when the, the mayor is like, no, 200 million. She's like, no, I can't do it. You know, he's, you know, Atlanta's asking about him. And he says, and, and that's when you then hear he talks about Compound V. And she plays dumb, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So you, you kind of get, you, you, you get that scene. And then I've got after that is where, uh, where Jack meets Annie on the bench in the park. Yeah, which which okay, which, yeah. which I had to watch this twice because I just thought it was it was just bad editing because it was weird coincidence where they met each other, but the, you know they kind of have their talks about just different things. He doesn't know sh- that she's Starlight at that point, and right. they have a little bit of a talk, and then you know both through this talk both of them come to realize what they need to do, and then the next scene she comes into the round table, you know, with the rest of the seven. And she basically looks at the deep and is like, I'm not going anywhere. And her eyes light up and he's like, fuck, I'm fucked. You know, <laughs> like I, I have not, you know, I pissed off the wrong person, you know? Yep. And so, and then I love this too. So what are the big issues for our heroes? You got translucent complaining about his movie being pirated before it's released about unlicensed Homelander shirts on the streets of New York, you know, about I'm only getting paid three points of, of the merchandising versus everybody else getting paid seven or something like that, you know, and at this point, you know, we, like I said before, you, you don't know about Homelander. You still think he's the boy scout of the group. Because they haven't given you any indication that he's depraved, right? You know, at this point. So, but then you get, then you get Huey into the tower. That's right. Where he comes into the tower and he, uh, uh, you know, he's 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 like having an anxiety attack in front of A Train, where who comes in to apologize, you know, like a half-hearted apology, and. Then, if you if you remember, it just clicks for him. He like that's yeah. where he like turn. He did, you know. He's like, thanks. I appreciate the apology. And then A Train's gone. Then he goes into the bathroom, trying to get the bug out. And then that's where that's where we find out that uh, uh, translucent is just like he did before. Is is standing around there naked. You know the peep on right. people. <laughs> Right, and uh, and he and Huey drops the bug, and it slides out from underneath the yes. saw. Yeah. So translucent is kind of, you realize he's there after the fact, and Huey thinks he's planting the bug. Meanwhile, translucent kind of follows him, and uh, he cut back to Huey at work. Right. Yeah, but yeah, butcher's dropping it off, but Huey's like, you know, I'm ready to help. I'll be your tech right. guy. I'll be the guy in the chair. And he's like, you, know, you did your job. You know, good deal. You know, I'll be I'll be in touch type thing, and right. uh, you know, then you then you get a cut scene. the The mayor of Baltimore is in a limo, going back to the airport. He gets a phone call f- from Madeline. She says, "You know, two hundred thirty million for you know the Nubian Prince. We have a deal." And he's like, "Okay, fine." And she's like, "Keep 
She goes, we know how rumors start with Compound V. Even though this is false, you know, I, I trust you'll keep it quiet. And he's like, you have my word. Have a safe flight. And then you, you see a cut scene about uh, the news talking about superheroes potentially in national defense. And uh, so get, that gives you a little bit of that, which is going to pay off soon. And, and, then, and then you've got, again, Huey in the shop. And then translucent kind of well his boss leaves he was boss, boss leaves, leaves yep boss leaves and the after the door closes it reopens and obviously translucent comes through but he was not really paying attention he thinks someone's there but just doesn't see him and uh trans does he doesn't come to what happened how the fuck he start, he starts he he starts throwing Huey around and he remember he gets that he pulls that TV off the wall yeah he's about to smash him and then Busher drives right into the shop and and hits translucent and he goes flying into the wall and then you've got you know Butcher tells Huey to get out you know Huey is about to leave and decides to come back and then you you have in the meantime you have this awesome invisible man versus Butcher fight scene where as he's as butcher and is gradually getting you know, punched, you know, and blood is coming. He's spitting blood, so you can see. Okay, now I can see the shoulder. Now yeah. I can see the arm. Really, it's so well done how they did this. Yeah, and, and and even though you know Carl Urban is literally fighting air, it looked real. It looked it great. Did, yeah, it didn't look like again another moment where if it had been a little too corny. You would have been like, Oh, come on. But it was really just done. Well, like I didn't, I believed every second that Carl urban was fighting an invisible dude. And, uh, and I love, I love it. How then Huey is, you know, where translucent had pulled the TV off the wall. Then he's going to, she's going to try and electrocute him. He, he, right. can't, he can't reach him. So, um, Carl urban, kicks him and then you see then you see him he, he, you see him get get electrocuted in the nuts because you can see the outline of his yep. so there's the payoff of the skin being highly conductive yep. and uh so yeah so he's so he's down and then the last the last shot you get is the is the inside of the plane with the mayor and his kid and the kid looking out the window he sees a reflection of Homelander, you know, you, yep. you see kind of a reflection and he's like, what's he doing out there? And then dude, then you see his eyes glow red and you're like, fuck. Oh yeah. And he, he nails his plane. Cuts it in half. Cuts it in like, half. And it fades to black. And you're just like, you're just like left, like, holy shit. He just killed a fucking mare and the kid. Like there was, and he didn't even think like you, you could, t- there was no remorse there whatsoever. Oh my God. And you're, it's a hell of a way to end because you're just the, it's at this moment where it's like, okay, they kill anybody. They don't, they don't, there are no rules. Like this is, this is more the league of doom than it is the justice or or the legion of doom than it is 
the Justice League because it is just like these people are fucking despicable. But the oh. pub- but the public sees them as just the, the amazing heroes. Yes, because they're absolutely. only seeing they're only seeing the the very thin layer of what goes on and what's allowed to be shown. So yeah, yeah gr- just yeah, it was a great. When I watched the end of that first episode, I'm like, man, this is this is the kind of Elseworld story I want to see. Yes, you know what I mean. Absolutely. So. So yeah, and then and then. Episode two, uh, where they kind of start. This is where you kind of get introduced to Frenchie. You know, they they put translucent in the trunk. They go see Frenchie. You know, then you learn a little bit about the backstory where I guess uh, Butcher owes him like forty grand, and kind of Butcher convincing him, "I got something that's going to be worth double than that." And uh, it's where they uh, opens the trunk and and they cattle prod him. And like, what the hell? Frenchie's like, what the heck? Get the hell out of here. And he's like, well, it's too late. He's already seen your face. <laughs> he's like, he's like, the dude is chipped. He goes, they're going to be coming for him. So, and then uh, this is a great too. So then they cut. It's a Facebook live video of a train in the children's cancer ward. Yeah. This, this is, this reminds me of stuff like RoboCop would do. You know, the yep. eight, 19, the Paul Verhoeven's RoboCop. And he's like, the kid's like, you know, the kid is bald from, you know, chemo. And he was like, yeah, well, my, I was supposed to meet, uh, you know, Translucent. He's my hero. And he's like, well, you got A-Train, baby. You know, and he's, he does a finger gun towards the camera, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, he's like, no, I wanted, I wanted to be Translucent. And, and then A-Train was like, well, I'll talk to him. Maybe he can swing by next week. Then it pans over and- to the doctor who like, is like, like he's not gonna make it that like shakes his head no yes, i was and it's the slightest shake too it's yes. not even like it's like dude no it's not gonna happen and then he's like and then he's like you know what he goes you get better he goes he goes and i'll teach you to run as fast as me and he's like will you teach me to outrun cancer <laughs> And then, and then you get, yeah. and then it's a, it's a cut over to Madeline. She turns, you know, where she was watching, she turns the TV off. She's like, how many times do I have to tell you a train <laughs> needs to be scripted? Anytime he goes off script, this is what happens in the, in the, in the PR, the other PR assistant. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Make sure it doesn't happen again. <laughs> oh my God. That was brilliant. Oh, oh it was so funny. God. Oh my God. And then you get, and then you get, um, Starlight, she's walking down the hall and, Black Noir, right? Yes. And she's like trying to introduce herself, and he's like, "I could give a fuck." He doesn't say anything. You never hear anything from Black Noir the whole the whole show. Uh, in now in the comic book, it, he is a he is a clone of Homelander, apparently some type of clone. Really? I, but I don't think he's got the same powers. But he's based off of Cl- uh, Homelander's DNA. So. Because here, I don't know about you, but what I was thinking, I thought he was going to be, I thought there was going to be some reveal, like he was an undercover person or something, since he was ne- he never talked or anything, you know? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of found him to be like the useless Batman. Yes, yes. Where yeah. it was like, I kind of expected more from him, but the entire time it was just like, yeah, he's just dark and brooding and that's it. Like, he never really had an asshole. I'd say out of the seven, he was the only one who didn't seem like 
a complete dick. Yeah. Yeah, so but so she goes past Black Noir and I guess she, she's she's walking over to Crime Analytics and they talk mm-hmm. about, "Hey, we go, okay, we're going to send you out on your first mission." And she's like, "Oh, that's great." And he's like, "Well, it's going to be a team up with, you know, with the deep." And she's like She's like, "He doesn't need me, you know." And she's trying to get out of out of it and they're like, "Well, you know, we do, you know, we we know when and and where, it, you know, crimes are most likely to take place." And she's like, "Well, I kind of do my own thing." And they're like, can't do that now it's like what if you get the wrong person what if this what if that you know there's it's you know we there's an increased social media uptick when there's a team up it's just it's it's all about twitter it's all about it's all about that so uh so then so you kind of get that little you know piece of the business and uh and then uh you then you're back to frenchy and those guys are they're building a, a faraday cage that to keep out you know any you know RF or you know radio signals. Yep. So and then and then you see a video of from ESPN of the upcoming A train versus Shockwave race, and it's this is on the and then you see the Vought News Network. So this is like they have their own network, and uh, you've got it where the Deep is talking about the plane crash, that it was oh an engine and blah you know just the bullshit story right. Yeah. And uh, then, then this is kind of your first scene after that of Madeline and Homelander, uh, where you get where after she, you know you you get you know the information where she's a mother because she's pumping milk, right? And mm-hmm. she you know she kind of calls him in there. I think he was outside the door, and she's like, "I know you're out there. Come on in," you know. And she says, uh, "You know, the deep told me that there were scorch marks from." Two small, high-intensity beams, roughly the width of human eyes. You know anything about that? And, and, uh, and I, I loved how she just threw the deep under the bus. She was oh, just oh, like, yeah. totally, she knows that Homelander is a dick at this point. Like, you know he's going to go fucking give shit to the deep. So why even throw his name in there unless you just don't care about the deep either? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, but this is this is where you get the, this is where you get the di- their their relationship dynamic where, you know, he keeps telling her he's like I want to do more and she's like you know I'm here to protect you, yeah. So she's like you know this and then you see as it, it progresses the, the weird relationship that they have, you know where he's more like a kid to her, you know, because he's he's you know we will learn that he's been brought up in a lab with no family so but yeah right and right after that you get you get the the deep walking into the the meeting room and there's just homelander in there and he's like oh i thought we had a meeting i guess not no 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 come on in (laughs) you know come on in sit down (laughs) i love where he says so what possible reason what razor sharp fish instinct (laughs) made you run to stillwell and tell her what you think you saw down there He's like, you know, that's and then you see just the intimidation, how how right. terrified he is of like I, I may be, may kill me in here, yeah. And uh, you know, I didn't see anything. I, 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 you know, he's just stammering and stammering, and <laughs> and he's like, good. I'm I'm glad we've I'm glad we, you know, got to the bottom of this. And he comes over and like, puts his arms around his neck, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's, remember that's what the see that's the uh, 
the 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 saying where he's like, you know, all right, now go fuck Shamu in the blowhole. Yes, I got here. <laughs> yeah, I I was again. That's another thing I was shocked as how how dirty the language was, but it fit. It didn't feel like they were doing it egregiously. It felt like it fit the characters and, and how they really would talk amongst themselves. And the fact that Butcher was like a constant cut spewing fucking vending machine, I was loving it. I'm just like, oh my God. The first time he said cunt, I'm like, whoa, 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 what? Wait, hold on. And then I'm like, okay, maybe we'll just like do this once or twice. It was fucking all through the series. I was just, again, wasn't expecting it. Yeah, it's... What's What scene am I at here? Uh... Oh, so... So Frenchie's trying, they're trying to figure out a way to kill Translucent. Right. So he's in the cage, so he makes a 50 caliber round with the same material as his skin. He comes in there, Butcher shoots him, it it ricochets, it, it makes a tiny hole in that, in their shielding. And that's where the, 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 seven, uh, the seven tower gets a, a ping on his general location, right? Yeah. So and then, and then after that, you get now. Now you get the scene of the deep and in um, starlight on patrol, and where the deep is saying, you know, man, I'm only ever called if there's trouble at a dock or a <laughs> river, a river or a lake or, or a canal. You know, he's like, they, they need to, you know, they always got to make sure I'm die. You know, they get a shot of me diving. So and this is where, where she kind of calls him out. She's like. You know what? You're not number two. You're just the fish guy. Everyone thinks you're a joke. You yep. know, so they, uh, uh, you know, and they they go and they stop the crime. And like immediately after they stop the crime, cameras cameras are on them. Right. You know what I mean? You, it feels so super set up. Like they're not even really stopping a crime, exactly. although they probably are. But it's just like. You know, it's so staged and so set up that it's the next part of their media blitz, and that's it. Yeah. So you you get you know from from there you get a you get a little quick scene where where you meet uh, Agent Rayner, so Butcher's inside her house, and he's talking about I need the fi- I need Mallory's files to figure out how to take care of Translucent, and she's like, get the hell out of here, you know, like you're not you're not a Fed, you're not anything anymore you know and haven't haven't you haven't you fucked up enough in the past with with the soup you know because he's just got this he's just he's he's fixated on the supers you know yeah and uh and you get just after that you were you get huey he's in the he's in the area where translucent's in the cage and um it basically you know translucent's telling him you know like you know, what are you? You know, you're a water balloon filled with blood and meat. I'm a superhero. You know, what do you mm-hmm. do? And you, you then you get a, another brief cut. You get the Samaritans Embrace Charity video. And the, the 
what do you get? I think you get the senator and Madeline talking about you know the the soups and national defense. Right, because she wants them to be part of the military. Yeah, for, she basically they, they want the basically, they want a military basically a military style contract where it's like a right. huge payday. Right, they they want to use the soups like they would use tanks and and like kind of fucking basically be paid by the U.S. government to go fight their wars. Yeah, and it was it. It's just a huge money contract, and and she, the the senator is kind of like, yeah, fuck it, I ain't doing this. Yeah, like, he's like, no, it happen. ain't gonna happen. He's like, he's like that senator over there. His district is Lockheed, and they make the, this plane, and this guy makes the Abrams tank. He's like, they're not gonna vote to to put themselves in in their district out of business, you know. And she's like, well, okay, we'll see, and <laughs> and then and. Uh, you get uh, you get a short time later where, well, you know the the girl I guess who was serving him drinks he's you know goes to they go to the hotel ro- or you know the room in that place there to have sex and <laughs> and it got gets it, morphs. Oh my god! Remember it that? is so fucking nasty. It, yes, it morphs into like this big sweaty fat dude. Like okay, so he kind of has the the senator blindfolded and tied up. Yeah, and she starts riding him, and it, it looks like a chick, and it, she's fucking super hot, and then she just melts into this big sweaty fat dude, and he pulls the camera out and starts taking pictures, and as he's taking pictures, the senator's like, something feels different. Oh, it's okay, baby, you're fine, and it's just it. Oh, it was so nasty. It went from almost porn to oh my god, I want to throw up. <laughs> your 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 mic just got weird. Your mic, your sound of your mic. Oh shit! There, there. Now, it's, yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah. So you. All right. And then then you then you get then the next scene is you get you know starlight in street clothes walking down and seeing two guys that are starting to assault a, a girl in an alley and she stops she stops that from happening and and then uh you know she feels kind of good about herself well she... you kind of as as she stops it you see someone on top of a building taking pictures yes. of the whole thing yeah exactly so Oh, what else here? You get it. You get it. You, you back at the Seven Tower. You get. Well, that's I think the first time or the next time Starlight she sees Homelander in the hallway, and he's like, "Is that your secret identity?" That's charming, you know. Like, yeah, it's such a like. He's like, "That's that shit's such a waste." Uh, and he's again, again another one. He's peering through the wall at at Madeline pumping her breast milk, and he's just freaking out. It's just. Just super creepy, man. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy, and it was funny because when, because uh, that's when Starlight ends up getting called in and chastised for stopping a crime and exposing her true identity, which I thought was funny because it's not like it didn't feel like it was it was a worse disguise than Clark Kent and 
glasses. Yeah. You know, it was just like, how do you not know who that is? But anyway, she gets chastised because, well, the bot wasn't around to manage it and, and, you know, put their spin on it. And these guys, you know, what if you, what you stopped wasn't really an assault? And what if she doesn't come forward and you're, the your public image is going to take a hit because of this, and it it was just the craziest thing I've ever seen. Where like some, she does something super good, and she gets chastised for actually doing it. Yeah. So you get um, you get the you get the the scene of the Madeline showing the senator the video. Basically saying you're going to let the bill come to a, a vote, or else this video goes public to your district in Oklahoma. <laughs> so, yes. and then, uh, and then since since the the hole in the Faraday cage paint, you know, got a little bit of a ping of a signal. You got Homelander comes over to that Annika in crime. Well, oh, before that, they end up take finding a way. Right before Homelander starts flying around. There's a cut scene of Frenchie and the Butcher and Huey placing the C4 up Translucent's ass. That's right, yeah. And then Homelander takes off and is doing the flybys, and there cuts back to Butcher and Frenchie threatening Translucent and saying that they're going to blow him up and everything else, and they hear Homelander flying outside, and they leave... Huey inside with the trigger and translucent and they go outside to set up a diversion and to throw Homelander off the scent. Right. And and uh Homelander comes down and is talking to Frenchie who's sitting in a van and you know, Frenchie's it, it's fucking sketchy as fuck dude sitting out in a van outside of a like a warehouse what was it like a restaurant thing? Yeah, it was a restaurant because yeah. he said he was going to be one of those Brazilian meat carving yeah. places. And um, so at one point, Butcher was in the back of the van and Homelander starts scanning the van. You really, you cut back and Butcher's outside of the van by the dumpster and trying to get a wireless signal or Wi-Fi signal to be able to tell Frenchie's girlfriend to blow the blow the apartment up so that there's a distraction and uh that all happens and in inside the entire time you have translucent who figures a way out of the cage and is trying to get by huey who's holding the detonator saying that he'll blow him up and everything else and everything we've seen from huey we don't think he's going to do it and it keeps flashing over to this poster on the wall saying don't get your hands dirty so it's like constantly reinforcing the fact that Huey's not the kind of guy who's gonna blow another motherfucker up yeah and uh so the bomb goes off Frenchie's girlfriend's apartment goes off and Homelander takes off and uh cuts back to inside and translucent is finally like talked his way past Huey and 
He starts walking down the hall. Huey turns around. You see him look over at the poster again, and you see him just fucking grab the trigger and blow up fucking Translucent. And that's how the fucking second episode ends, right? Yes. Yep. So, again, in another episode where it ends with, like, you're just like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. And it, when he blows up, like, there is shit everywhere. It looks like a person fucking blew up. It is fucking gross, man. Oh, yeah. All right, what do we got? So, episode, so, episode, so episode three. Um... I know, I know the very beginning in uh, Madeline's office. I don't know if you know in the background, the there's a picture of Homelander in like the superhero pose, like landing. It's the same as Man of Steel. Yep. There's a Man of Steel promo photo. It's exactly the same. So it's just, and this is where they call. This is where they call in Starlight, and she thinks she's going to get fired or reprimanded, and they're like, "Oh, good news." Uh, the girl came forward and, you know, said that, you know, they had assaulted him. So you're polling, your numbers are up, your female empowerment, hashtags, all that good stuff. And uh, I think it's a good time now that this is going to be your new costume. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a, what, what, what typically happens in comic books. What? It's a, for a female, it's a skimpy ass costume, right? Yep. Yep. It, and it goes from... What she's wearing is pretty, it's not conservative, but, you know, it, it's nice. It's just not, like, super revealing. You don't see a ton of cleavage and shit. This one, it it goes from kind of like a one-piece with a skirt, which is kind of like, it's almost super girlish. Into, like, almost a starfire. Almost a Starfire, not quite the strappy, super thin outfit, but like the halter top and fucking bikini bottoms. Yes. Which is it's super hot, but again, it's not needed. And you can tell Starlight's like, uh, I'm not, I think I'm all set. I like my original costume. And they kind of threaten her. Yes. Into wearing it. Yeah, they're yeah, they're like, you know, we know best. This is what you're going to do. End of story. Yeah. Um, and then uh I've got here is where there's there's a a gunman with Maeve and Homelander, right? Where there's like a SWAT team there and they're like, oh, they're up on yes. the 14th floor. So he flies up through there. She takes the elevator and just basically murder. I mean, Homelander uh, just, what, sticks his fist right through the guy's chest. <laughs> yes. Right? And at the, at, the, at the end of the whole thing, well... He's, does, is he talking to, does he talk to Maeve about... Uh, Maybe, like their prior relationship. Kind of, I I can't remember because I know Maeve was in there, and she was gonna after 
after Homelander kills the dude, she's pissed because she said that you took my collar, basically. She's yeah. like, that was mine. And he, he was kind of like, he didn't care. He didn't give a shit what she said. It was just kind of like, whatever. It, and there, you could tell there's tension. I think that's when they bring up the relationship, that, that there is a relationship in the past. And as, this is when they kind of go out in front of the cops, and it's the only scene that I kind of remember from the trailers where they're kind of being shitty to one another while doing the press conference of having stopped these. Yeah, because... So, right, oh, yeah. that's right. No, that's right, because he ended up having to shoot her or something because they weren't supposed to kill him. Yeah, because so they remember, had. Yeah, he he says uh, he says you know the drill. He shot at us first, and yeah. and so he so Homelander takes the the machine gun, and you know fires the, the empties the clip at her. You know, yeah. so where they're setting up the narrative. Um, yeah, it's uh man, but I but I love this. I think this was the first before they before they went up there. I think this was the first of like two or three times where Homelander says to the SWAT team, you guys are the real heroes. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Just, you guys are the heroes while he goes up there and takes care of business because this is episode three. This is, and I don't know where it falls in here, but this is the same, this is the same episode with the, uh, the terrorists on the airplane. Yeah. No. Isn't it? No, it's it's not this episode, is it? No, I think it's later on. Okay, maybe it's four. Is it four? It must be because it goes because after that it's it's butcher recruiting um mother's milk. Okay. And they end I'm, up I'm missing some I'm missing some of my notes for whatever reason in this, this area, so yeah, so so Butcher brings on Mother's Milk, and they end up getting into uh, A-Train Girlfriends, Pop Claw, or X-23. Yeah. Um, and they end up going through and getting it so that they have access to all our cameras, and they have... You know they they can see everything that that uh that she's gonna do or what's going on in the apartment and they get it all set up and start to leave and run into a train in the hall and fucking Huey has like a minor meltdown uh, anxiety attack and uh. It's kind of shocked that A Train doesn't recognize him. Can't give two shits. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't give a damn. He's just kind of like whatever. And then uh, Mother's Milk kind of comes up and nudges him along, and he's like, "All right, come on, let's go, man." And you can tell like Mother's Milk is just like covers it up, and A Train goes in, and that's when they're kind of talking about Compound V and um what it can do 
And because this is where they come up to the race, too, right? Yeah. Okay, so like A Train kind of gets a, a vial of compound V and ends race. And the boys follow them and know what they're looking for. They're they're trying to get the count, compound V to um what is it? They're doing they're getting the compound V to have proof to throw the soups under the bus. Yeah, exactly. Showing that hey, they are this is you know, they're basically roided out is is what they right. is what at this point, you think this is what Compound V is. It's just a a super steroid for them. Right. So, and and A Train, A Train, you know, he talks about needing to take it because you know if he's not the fastest man alive anymore, that his place on the seven is going to be in jeopardy. So it's right. all about maintain, like staying in the big leagues, man. You know, like yep. the dudes of Royd, you know, that used to do steroids to, you know, to be able to stay in the big leagues. So same same type of thing. Yep. So you get the race and the the entire time you're having the scheme of them trying to find the compound V. And which they, I don't I don't think they end up finding it at this point, right? Uh, no, they don't because Mother's Milk after the like the whole thing is a bus, Mother's Milk takes off and heads back to the apartment or back to the van to watch the apartment. And yeah, because because Huey because Huey and he he sees uh, Annie there or you know Star don't they have right. lunch, don't they have like lunch there have a drink or something I think they have a drink like he and she he's in the he's trying to keep he's her in the memory. locker out of the locker yes. room that's what it is. Yeah. he's trying to keep her out of the locker room because Frenchie's there and they kind of shoot the shit and everything else and Frenchie takes off. And then it kind of sets up the, you know, now the whole team knows that they have an in with Annie through Huey. And the race happens, A-Train wins, and then it cuts over to the Butcher just fucking staring daggers at fucking Homelander. And Homelander finally noticing that this guy's just like, I, you know, everyone's turned to the track and applauding, except for this one dude is just fucking staring Homelander down. Yeah. And and uh, so then you get you go to you cut to Mother's Milk in the in the um, van, and this is where she shoots up. And you get this, like, fucking Rocky Balboa fucking montage of her working out, which I thought was fucking brilliant. They even had the music and everything. And she's just fucking, you know, just fucking lifting weights. Oh, yeah, yeah, doing yeah. Doing everything. She's on, she fucking, you realize, shit like, her, her powers at this point, her claws pop, and she's fucking doing fucking push-ups and shit. And uh, the her landlord comes over because she's super late on the rent and ends up, like, 
treating him to wild sex and <laughs> ends up uh, yeah ends up sitting on his face and making like he's having her him lick her ass and she gets so turned on and fucking clenches her fucking her was it she, her must have been her thighs and just fucking popped his head Ugh. fucking exploded and she like she's kind of coming at the same time as like his head has just exploded all up inside her and all over the room and uh so then you have the boys watching all this and they fucking run in and basically blackmail her exactly right? yep yeah yep okay and then is that the end of that episode hold on uh, no because there's homeland oh homeland who brought the fucking the deep brings the um fucking case of with translucent body part to homelander at the end of the episode yeah and they open it up yeah. and he fucking they realize that it's you know he's been fucking yeah so blown up yeah there's the, i'm coming for you or whatever is yeah on the inside yeah. yep and that's how that episode ends So then we go into episode four and um, the boys are kind of following one of Popclaw's leads and going to the triad house to get some of this compound V. And they have this whole big plan set up. And uh, they get in and they realize that there's this Asian girl in a cell and you have Frenchie who's kind of being like having the heart of the group. He's like, we can't leave her in there guys. We got to get her out. Then mother's milk and butcher both are like, no, that's not like what we're here to do. Just stick to the plan, stick to the plan. And, uh, as they're kind of arguing about it, two of the triad guys come back and they fucking jump in and that chick jumps out and fucking destroys everybody. Like, just fucking mental. Like, savage as fuck. Unreal. She tore motherfuckers up. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically is, is Berserker mode Wolverine at Yes. Yeah. And uh, they do they try to kind of like talk to her and she goes after the boys as well. And they kind of they jump into the. Yeah, they jump it. They jump, jump into, into the, the cell, cell. And, then that, and then she takes off. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And where are we? My notes start at whatever I don't I don't know where in this, but 
from from the airplane to the end is what I have. Okay. <laughs> so, so if you get us to the airplane. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, I don't know where my notes. I don't know where these went. I had I had everything down. So um, then you have Huey meeting Starlight for bowling. Oh yeah. And they're, you know, they're having a good time, and um, they're they're getting to know one another, and you can tell that both are really interested in one another, except. The entire time, like Huey's supposed to be bugging Starlight's phone, and he—you could tell—he doesn't really want to do it. And as he's sitting there talking to her, a vision of Robin pops up, and Robin just has this like creepy dead girl look in her eyes, and it kind of strengthens Huey's resolve into doing it. And uh, Starlight gets up and takes off, and he bugs her phone. And she comes back, and he kind of, like, starts talking, like, throwing off the subject so that he's not quite so interested in her anymore. Um, so then A-Train finds out that... Or, kind of figures out that the oh here's about the triad stuff and everything and it's compromised and he goes and confronts Popclaw who denies doing anything and so he like tells her to pack a bag and has to go into hiding um and then this is the this is where you get the report that the the pl uh, plane's been hijacked and Homelander talks Sitwell, Stillwell into um, Sitwell, Jesus Christ, I'm all over the place tonight. Um, Stillwell into letting them take care of it and handle the situation. So him and Queen Maeve go up to handle the plane. Oh, I love this kind of scene. It's just... It is fucking... So it is... You know, they get on the plane and they fucking take out the bad guys except for the person in the cockpit. And they bust open the, through the door and everything's honky-dory so far. And... The fucking... Yeah, the the, the terrorist shoots shoots the, the, the remaining pilot, you know, through the chin in the head. Yes. And then Homelander just instinctively just uses heat vision and goes left to right and kills a terrorist and then it just fries the instrumentation. Yeah. You know? And so the plane is going to crash. Like there's no saving the plane. But, and... but, the, the, but the thing is Bob and Homeland is like, everything's fine. You know? Yes. Remember? He's like, yeah. and yes. uh, everything's okay. Everyone's fine. He, it's all he, good. He's walking down the aisle. Yeah. Right. And, and, and Maeve is trying to, like she's like go out there and fucking grab a wing or something and fly it he's like there's no way i can do that he's like yeah you're fucking like, out of your mind she's like well she goes just fly fly everybody down he's like 123 people he's like yeah. he's like it's done it's over it's he basically says that's it we tried gave it our best but it's it's fucked yeah. up and uh and so he's walking and and 
you know, the people are like, don't leave us. And he's like, get the fuck back. His eyes turn red. Yeah. So now, well, I'll talk about the comics afterwards, but he, you know, then Maeve is going to, going to try and save the girl and whatever. And he's like, he goes, you crazy. He goes, what? So she can tell people that we left everybody to die. He's like, I'm gone. He's like, I'm leaving. He goes, don't, don't. He basically says, make your choice. He goes, you want to die with them, die with them. And yeah, they, they, they leave the plane. And then as you see it going off into the distance, you see just people jumping out of the plane, which, you know, reminds me of like people, nine 11 jumping from buildings. Cause it was so, the heat was so intense. It was, you know what I mean? So, but so yeah, comic wise, David. So in the comics, this happened, this was basically this airplane scene was, was one of the airplanes on nine 11. Okay. So what happens is they figure this is a great opportunity to really get the support of the public. So, uh, so they let two of the three airplanes crash, right? Damn. Okay. They let this one come through and then this is kind of what happens. This is kind of the same thing that happens. Uh, yeah, but in, in the comics, when the people are all like getting pissed off, Homelander, when he yells them to sit the fuck down, he bursts all their eardrums and they start bleeding from the ears. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's how it happens in, in the comics. So they, they very, very close, but it was the whole... Well, still, afterwards... When when the the plane is washing up, right, all the different things, and you know you get the Homelander speech, you know where he's like, you know they didn't have to die, yeah, you know right. if if we were, you know if we were in the chain of command, we would have got here earlier and saved them, and uh, and then he he basically invokes the the George W. Bush speech at on the on the on the pile. Yeah. You know, where he's talking about, you know, we're going to get, you know, all these people who, you know, who did this and um, we'll find them and we'll get it, you know, and we'll we'll get I forget how he said it, you know, but basically it was just you. You remember 9-11 from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. So, yeah, that's so that's the, the air, the airplane part before that you got to go back and and uh uh where you get the you get the information about i think i think mother's milk is talking to frenchy uh and they they talk about the thing that happened in the past with lamplighter where that he basically torched that agent mallory who was the she was the one who kind of created the the boys back then uh and like I said, Lamplighter killed her kids. So you, that's kind of, you get the impression, that's the kind of last time that she was involved in anything with that. Yeah. And then, and then you, and then remember, this is the episode you also get the dolphin. Oh, oh, oh my God. I <laughs> fucking died. So the deep decides that he's going to be the, the, the savior of these, in, you know, Dolphins trapped in this fucking it's like Sea World, Sea World, basically. And he's and he's a and, spokesperson for him, right? 
So he feels that though that the dolphins are being treated unfairly, and he decides he's going to bring up break them out. He gets this dolphin broken out. He's driving in this van and he's talking to the dolphin the entire time, and the dolphin's kind of coming on to him like, you know, you really like you. It's all his responses. So he, the deep is like, wait, you want me to do that to you again? Like, well okay, I guess, but we really need to get away from here first. Like, I, I don't have time to come back there and do it right now. And all of a sudden, fucking someone, he fucking runs into another car. The fucking dog hits. He goes, I am, I am. It's slow-mo. It's looking at him. It's going by him as it goes crashing through the windshield. And he's like, and then you see like, you see the deep react, you know, like how, and then, and then the semi runs over it. (laughs) Oh my God. Look at Dolphin flies into the street and it's like sitting there and like, there's a momentary like second of, Oh, thank God the dolphin lived. Yeah, and a yeah, fucking yeah. AT Miller just comes out of nowhere and fucking explodes the dolphin in the middle of the road. Oh, oh. my God. I love so fucking hard. Oh. Oh, man. <gasps> and, uh, and then, and then you get, I'm going to, we're going out of order in this episode, but then you, you also get a train trying to kill the the female in the subway yeah so and then and then uh well no because you 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 hit the they're in penn station they realize that the females in penn station the boys go to penn station to get her and they frenchy ends up kind of finding her in this like weird little fucking ghetto like it's fucking it's, it's playing it's playing the the japanese show Similar, yeah. similar to what she was forced to watch or she had on in her cell. Yeah. And so Frenchie's kind of making progress with her, like kind of talking to her and shit and getting her calmed down and whatnot. And then she gets spooked and takes off. And Frenchie runs into the other two and is like, okay, uh, she's fucking gone. And this is where fucking she kind of gets down into the subway and a and a train gets track of her and is kind of following her and the boys are following them. And, and he's and he's just and he starts they're fighting and then he starts just speed bashing her head into the concrete into the wall. Yeah. And then Frenchie sees him and he he f- figures out a way to you know it's like hey it's a train everybody you know so yeah kind of gets him to stop and he's like, hey. So. <laughs> yeah so he's like smashing her head into the wall all these people start walking over and he jumps up and like nothing to see here hey how are how's everyone starts taking pictures and the boys grab the, the the female and take off so let's do this let's take a quick break okay and then, uh and then we'll do the back half of this and uh go from there that works Hello boys and girls, my name is Billy Butcher. As you know, we live in a world of superheroes. But what you might not know is that superheroes ain't always nice. Example, you might be walking along the street one day and a suit might run past you at superhero speed. 
You will get tossed into the air, laying on the ground, breaking every bone in your body. Or Soup might walk into the pub. You might look at her the wrong way. She might just go, boom. Knock your bleeding face on the way to China. And if you think that your parents are going to do something about it, well, you think again. No, 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 no. They'll burn your entire fucking family. All right. Good talk. All right, we're back. Getting into the 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 back nine. Yeah. Of uh, which I I gotta say this this really felt like two halves to me. Like it it there the first half was paced really kind of deliberately, and it, it, it there was times like it didn't feel like it was moving super fast. These last four episodes feel like they just fucking went a hundred miles an hour. Like it was fucking crazy because like as much shit happens in the first four episodes, like there's so much that goes on that they just don't, it feels like they don't take a breath from the beginning of episode five until the very last scene. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, Eight episodes, eight to ten is usually kind of the sweet spot with a show like this. Mm-hmm. So I, again, with this show, I could have I could have taken two more episodes if they. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So, I know I think uh, I don't know if you got the notes, but this episode I've got. This is at the beginning where Popclaw has been brought to. You know, she's at the like the hiding spot. Uh, that A-Train had brought her to and this is where he comes back and basically says they're going to let us go public but you got to tell me you know what and who you told about Compound V and she finally admits to, to what she did and then you know he says he loves her and all that and then you get a super speed thing and then she's got two two syringes in each arm yeah that he's basically ODing her on um heroin whatever it was right heroin yeah I think it was heroin oh my god it was it was fucking crazy because they just started fucking popping into her skin and it like you could tell he's kind of heartbroken at the same time he's like I'm saving my own ass at this point. And it just seemed like such a fucking brutal way to do it. Again, what can't the guy, what can't they get away with? You know what I mean? True. It's yeah. like, what, what, if, if you had these powers, you, you could literally get away with anything. Yeah. So, Absolutely. oh my God. Yeah. And then you also get, you get the uh, the Believe Expo, so <laughs> so this this things where this were kind of referenced before when she when Annie or Starlight was talking about, you know, she went to these capes for Christ and all that. So this is where how you know religion ties in to you know the superheroes, right? 
because all the all the soups are now considered like gifts from God. Yes. Like no one no one doubts the divinity part of yes. it all. Yeah, they, because they were they born are. with these powers. That's the right. they were born with these powers, so they were chosen by God. So this is why it's just another another revenue stream, another I mean really but but really the whole the whole purpose of of the of the charity and we'll, we'll learn here in this thing is of sending this compound V to, to Nikki wards across the country. Right. So that we will, we will learn that they aren't born, they're bred. Yeah. So they're basically butcher gets Huey to get them, or I guess they all kind of get into the, into the um, expo, but mm-hmm. Huey then, or Butcher then kind of pressures Huey into getting him to get Annie to bring him to basically blackmail fucking, uh, what the fuck's his name? Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel. So basically, basically, it's the, like the people who have the VIP, the, the $15,000 package, get to get to be baptized by Ezekiel behind the, behind the scenes. So that's, and then that's where um, you get, you get a, you get a scene of, of Homelander with Huey basically, basically, you know, where Homelander's kind of, kind of measuring him up. Like, wow, you got in, you know, you know, she got you in here. That's, that's a pretty pricey ticket, you know? And uh, just just giving him the eye, and yeah. when they go they go through the ba- the baptism, Huey's the last one to be baptized by Ezekiel and Ho- Homelander. Homelander's the one that holds him underwater. He's like, you know, what's the matter? You're, you know, he basically tells him what his pulse and heart rate is. You know, and he just says, I just don't mm-hmm. like water. And <laughs> you get Homelander holding him underwater for an extended period of time. You're like, oh my god, is he just gonna is he gonna let drown him? Yep. Oh my gosh. So. Oh, and then because this was one of my favorite scenes where they fucking you kind of cut away to butcher talking to a priest at one of the booths that are set up at the expo, and he's explaining all the shit that goes wrong, and he goes, so. In the end, God's just a cunt. <laughs> and the fucking priest's eyes get wide. He goes, Come on, tell me he's not tell me he's not like the mo what was it? It was it was like the most egotistical whatever, something cunt. And really thought it was funny and fucking butchered uh, mother's milk and uh I think it's just mother's milk ends up coming in like walks them off but like <laughs> yeah. fucking everyone standing around just like what the fuck like did this dude just call god a cunt and <laughs> it was oh my god it was so good i love that scene but you also get a cut scene in here where you find out that mave had a girlfriend yes um, and that she the girlfriend left her because mave was kind of turning into this 
corporate fucking crazy goon. And um, I think she had a drinking problem too. Is yes. what they were alluding to yep. was that she had a big drinking problem and that uh, she, what was it? She showed up at her ex-girlfriend's house drunk again and she almost kind of spills what had happened on the flight, but decided not to. Um, what happens after that? Well, you had, you had, well, just before that, you've got where, where Huey confronts Ezekiel and is, is going to try and show him the incriminating pictures from that club on his phone but his phone got all waterlogged from being baptized. And then, so he basically improvised and says, you fucked me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and he says, yeah, he goes, oh, we had great sex. And he goes, if you, you know, if you, if you don't, if you don't, you know, if you don't tell me what's going on with the compound V, you know, I'm going to, that's going to be on access Hollywood or whatever. Right. And so that's where you that's where you learn that the compound V is uh, being sent in the kids' toys dolls through that Samaritan's whatever to hospitals as a polio vaccine. That's that's the the underlying thing of what's going on. So you learn you learn that from there, and then. You know, after that, you get, you know, Homelander giving a speech in front of the church where he's, you know, basically talking about, uh, talk to your congressman about getting us in the military. You know, using, using, using the power of, of those, you know, right wingers to, you know, another, another just another voting block to to help get what they want. Yep. And then you also get you also get a Starlight speech where she's supposed to give this what wholesome speech or whatever and then she kind of goes off script. And oh yeah, she loses her fucking mind. Yeah, what does she say? I mean, she basically talks about you know, all this is bullshit and she was victimized and somebody shoved a dick in her face and all yep. of that. Yep. Yeah. She kind of throws like, yeah, she definitely has like a fucking meltdown. She kind of realizes where she is and what, what's going on there. And she's fed up like this. You can tell she really gets turned. And, and the entire time she gets kind of pissed at, at Huey too, who, always ends up not as much as he doesn't want to do it. He ends up coming around cause he keeps seeing Robin's ghost. Yeah. Whenever he makes, you know, tries to do the right thing. And, uh, so she kind of feels like she's being used by him now. Yes. And she's, she's seen the seven for what they are. And, the whole whole corporate identity thing has just gotten too much, and she fucking lets loose. I mean, is she 
it was one of the most it was one of the most powerful of the acting scenes where she was just like so fed up and you felt it like she wasn't holding back at all it was kind of nice yeah and then you know and then from there you you get now you get the great scene in the the hospital ward well no you, you still have them you oh no we talked about uh fucking atrade killing pop claw never mind yeah I'm fucking i'm out of order so yeah so then butcher and mother's milk go to the hospital and i forget how they get found out but somehow agents are on to them and fucking bust through the door and they're in a fucking nursery and the, they're fucking opening fire in the middle of a nursery and fucking butcher and mother's milk are kind of ducked out behind a wall and butcher goes fucking just like hold on a second i have an idea <laughs> <laughs> and fucking grabs a baby and whose superpower happens to be fucking heat vision basically laser eyes like yeah. fucking and he just holds the baby out and fucking mows down these dudes with the baby oh just my slices God. them like through the head slices them in half <laughs> oh it was so funny i was just like oh come on that is so cute i kind of like I kind of want that statue of fucking Butcher holding the yeah. baby with the fucking beams coming out. That'd be dope. Um, <laughs> yeah. that And that's how that fucking episode ends where you're just like, okay, they fucking, you know, they realize that this is where they realize that the fucking babies are being bred and well, in yeah. a laboratory yeah. and shit. Yeah, so you got that thing. But you also got, remember, in this, and I've got it on this episode, I may be wrong, but this is where, again, another Elizabeth Shue calling Homelander in, trying to keep him in line. And, you know, she basically says, you know, am I not paying enough attention to you? And that's where she, she <gasps> kind of, remember, she, she, she kind of opens her shirt and she, she does like a faux breastfeeding of him. Yeah, you know, where she puts her fingers in his mouth, like, "Good Lord, he's fucked up." Yep. You know where he? She's really got him twisted around her finger, but and she's, you know, it's, this is like a, a mother-son complex. Yeah, it was really strange because, like, there was a moment where I'm like, "Well, wait, could she be actually his mother?" And like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, it it would just everything about it was creepy as. Fuck, dude! It was, it was one of the most uncomfortable scenes of the whole show. Yeah, and then I also got it this uh, for this episode where where Black Noir uh, is fighting the female and kills her, and then yes. we learn about her healing factor. Yeah. So and I, you know, earlier I was saying she's a female Wolverine, and then I saw when the healing factor kicks in, like, there it is. Yeah, yeah, I thought the same thing too. Oh my god! So yeah, it's like every it's like every episode has something like you know the airplane one before. This is the baby with the laser vision. <laughs> <laughs> and then and yeah. then so in episode six, you get you get like 
the PR video Homelander filming his quote unquote his boyhood home, right? Yes. Yep. And going through all this stuff, and then when he gets to his room on the bed, that's when he stops. He's like, "Why the fuck is this blanket here?" You, you know. Yeah. I said, "Don't put the fucking blanket in the scene." Like it. It again. The dialogue's so fucking good because you. They don't use the cursing that these characters use. Feels right for those moments. Like it doesn't seem like they're doing it just for the sake of doing it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the, the, so you get the whole the whole house tour and you know, he's he, he he's all pissed off after that, but like, you know, we need to finish it. We need to talk about the your, you know, the parents and he's like fuck that and then it gets convinced to do it and it's like just just a, like a light switch flicked, you know? Yeah. And he finishes it. And, and this is, this is then where you get it back at the, the seven tower where that PR lady is walking out. Whereas starlight's walking in this PR lady from earlier is walking out, basically getting canned, yep. you know? And, uh, and in there, and then, uh, what Elizabeth shoe basically tell, what does she tell her that, uh, What does she tell her that you basically need to, you need to stay, you need to stay on script. Yeah. You need to wear the costume. Uh, and, uh, because, oh, because of what she said at the, at the, at the expo. Yeah. Or, you know, and Starlight, and Starlight basically says, no. She's like, excuse me? It's like, no, I'm not doing that. How would it look for you to get rid of me after a sexual assault allegation? So this is like tying directly into stuff that's happening today. Yep. You know? So she basically says, I'm not taking any shit and I'm not wearing that and I'm going to continue to speak out. And that's it, right? Yep. So, and then you get, you get, uh, Starlight and Maeve in the elevator and Maeve is still like, you know, why don't you give up the act? And Starlight basically, and then Starlight gives it to her. It's like, you know, I looked up to you and, you know, when you saved all the kids and broke your arm, she's like, it's probably a big PR stunt. Probably never happened, you know? Yeah. So basically it gets, you know, gets Maeve to really think about you know, how she's been acting, you know, towards her. So it's very, this, again, this is a lot. This, this show has so, has so many layers of it. Oh yeah. Well, you know, and then, and, and they hit the point where they send fucking the deep off to like Sandusky, Ohio, Sandusky, Ohio. That's right. Like middle of nowhere there's no water whatsoever he's like what the fuck am i supposed to do here You're like, well we got a real low crime rate anyways like you won't be doing much if anything at all just kind of hang out here you remember like his public apology i thought it was consensual he's like rehearsing it yes yes and then and then (laughs) right after that right after he does that do you remember you got seth rogan in black noir and he and seth rogan's like 
And I'm really excited. It's my first movie in the Vought Cinematic Universe or the VCU. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you see you see this uh this like Comic Con autograph session. Of, oh, and it's got like got ter- oh. Tara Reed and Billy Zane. Billy Zane was great. Was I the, love the fucking Billy Zane. It was shot. the Heroes and Headliners autograph uh you know, con. And this is where you're introduced to Mesmer who was Haley Joel Osment and he's uh he was in the 7 once uh and he had movies he had a TV show he had a TV show where he 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 basically if he touches you he can read your thoughts so it's like he touches this man is guilty you know that's the show's over yeah. so but that's where that's where uh where uh mother's milk kind of comes up to him and is talking about some stuff that only he would know, and it's like, here, read my mind, and and I guess that's where he he sees his daughter because yes. he because he because he's since he's trying to get Mesmer to read somebody, he's like, I can get you visitation with your daughter who you've lost custody of. Yep. So. So yeah. Uh. And I got, I got, uh, one of the notes I got on here is that, uh, is this where you see the video of Homelander and Butcher's girlfriend who used to, I think we didn't talk about it, but she was, she was his, she handled his like Twitter account or something. Yeah. And he was so impressed and, you know, they met her at a party. Butcher was, you know, with her. And basically saying, I want you to take over maybe my whole social media. We need to get together about that. And, you know, the the implication is that he raped her. Yeah. Right? Uh, yep. That, that's what it seemed like. But, so there was like security footage of him, of her leaving the office and she looked distraught and everything. And she never, after that, was it she after that she never showed back up or was it he saw her remember saw her in a park at a video a park yes. of a video and then sitting on a park bench and she got up walked away and that was the last time it was eight years ago that they saw her yeah so you're you're left you're left with this what happened was she killed kid, did she run away did she run like, away all that jazz so yeah But yeah, so you get basically, so you get Mesmer, they they bring get Mesmer back to read the female's mind, right? Yeah, and he gets his wrist broken, right? <laughs> yeah, he goes to try, and she fucking flips out and breaks his wrist. Yeah, it kind of starts going feral again. Yeah. And Frenchie kind of calms her down, and um, then they they kind of convince everyone to do it again, and they realize that she's just trying to save her brother. Um, what else? Oh, and then Mesmer sneaks off at some point and goes and tells fucking Homelander 
about all of them. Has pictures of all of them because of the fucking doorbell security camera. Yeah, he ba- he basically says I just he wants something you know back at back with Vought five figures. Yeah. Uh, but you but you also you you get um. What the, the that the only thing we we find out that the only thing real from Homelander's past was that blanket, right? Right, and, and that he grew up in like fucking a lab or like, yeah, basically a lab. Yeah, and 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 again, and they from from reading her mind, they figure out that that she's she was injected with Compound V as a as an adult, which is problematic. Versus when they're when they're injecting them as kids, apparently, right? That's 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 when it, when Mesmer read her. That's what they that's what they figured out that Vault was trying to create supervillains. Yep. Right. And she was she uh, maybe she was the first, and and then it just it just kind of drove her somewhat feral. I guess is the best thing. Yep. You know. Um. And and then I got there's one my my last thing I got in here is Huey and Starlight at the bar. Yeah, they end up. Was that end of episode six or seven? I got the end of episode six. Okay. But I'm trying to remember what that was about. I know remember that he met his friend. You know, that guy came up to them. Yeah, that one a friend of his and was like, "I haven't seen you since you know Robin's death and all that jazz." Right. So, yeah, it, yeah. This was the first like ending that didn't have. Oh wait, no. Butcher walks up to him. Butcher bumps into him and. He's kind of being like cagey about shit. And she takes off to do something and he threatens, Butcher threatens Huey to tell Anna about what he did to Translucent. Oh, yeah. That's how that end ended. Um So then you get into episode seven where regardless, Huey and Andy ended up renting a hotel room and fuck. <laughs> Got it. Uh, um, but this is, well, I'm sorry. This is also, this is all, this is where you learn that uh, butcher's wife was uh the social media person because the, the episode yes. the remember the episode starts out with a, a Christmas party. Yep. That's so right. yeah, so, so you kind of see everybody and you see, see Butcher, you see his wife, see Homelander, all that stuff. So yeah, then you then you get yeah Huey and 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 her. And then after that. Is this where fucking the deep brings the chick home to his apartment? Well, 
Well, at the beginning, it... no. So at the beginning, the the guy is giving, bringing him to his room, and is like, "Okay, here's your per diem," and yeah, uh, he's you know telling him that uh, you know not much crime here in Sandusky. There's a grocery store down the street, and basically saying there's really nothing going on. Just you're going to be sitting in a hotel room <laughs> for the most part, <laughs> Sandusky. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was so good. Uh, and uh, so yeah, then you then you get uh, you get a thing with A Train and his brother, you, you know about uh, oh, because being not you know about him, you know not being fast, and then it, it basically that scene walks into the all seven in. The, the Hall of Justice, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so Homelander is like, you know, we need a little heart to heart. Yep. And he kind of spills the beans that um, Huey and Anna are seeing one another and that they're being pretty much hunted at this point. Yeah. And, um, What else happens? Um, well, he's talking about, you know, we're down to five. He goes, we're not even seven anymore. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he basically says, you know, he's bringing up pictures of, of Huey and those guys. And she's like, this has got to be a mistake, you know? Right. And, 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 you know, May, this is where Maeve kind of stands up for her. It's like, you know, she's just stupid. She got, she, she's right. not doing this willingly. She's just, you know, she's being manipulated. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's, he's talking about, uh, pop claw and, you know, Annie's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Why would he do that? You know? And he's like, well, how about you, a train? What about, you know, what about you? And then he shows the picture of, of Huey and him member in, in the seven tower. And yes. when he puts it together, it's like this. Uh, now I know this guy. I smashed through his girlfriend. <laughs> God. Yep. And then, then and he then, remembers seeing him outside of Popclaw's place. Yep. And then he goes and you get a uh, cutscene to Huey who answers the phone, and it's a trade. You find out A Train's taking his dad hostage. Um, they end up. They end up bargaining. Yeah, he says. He says, "I got a, I got a full uh, vial, a compound V." Yeah, you let my let my dad go. Right. So yeah, he kind of knows that they know that they've been burning. They know that they're walking into a trap, and so oh yeah, oh my god, yeah. I now I'm remembering this. Oh shit. So Huey shows up, has the vial of compound being like he ends up. His dad takes off, and. A-Train's like, you know, you were real stupid to come alone and all this. And he's like, well, I didn't say I came alone. And fucking the female jumps out of the fucking... It was the female, 
right? Yep. Yeah, and she nailed yeah. nailed him in she, the in the shin, but lower oh my, leg. Oh my god! And fuck it, like so she drops out of a ceiling and fucks up his leg, like kicks him so hard the fucking bone popped out. I, I'm gonna tell you that is like that grosses me out more than fucking anything in yeah. the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I about puked when that happened. Like that was so rough. I was just like, oh, 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 God, no. Oh, that looks so brutal. Um, yeah, and then you, you do get your, you do get a scene about uh, with Madeline and Homelander where she says to him, you know, we, we got it. We got the, basically, you know, the, the contract with the military or the senators are voting, you know, positively and, and then this is where he questions her about Butcher's wife. About her going missing and all that. He's right. like trying to find information about it. Right. So. Which was like the first kind of clue that he didn't actually rape her. Yes. Yeah. Because he seems really confused. Right. You Like you didn't know if he killed her before. Right. Yeah, because she even brings that up. She's like, "Well, we think you killed her or some shit." And they're and he's like, "Well, I might have, but I don't remember it." Like <sighs> Yeah. You know, and then and at the end of the scene, she's like, "You know, I can have the babysitter stay late and we can have dinner." And he's like, "Nah, you go be a mommy." You know, so she's yeah. the first time that there's a there's a kind of break in that relationship. And then the next scene is is that girl coming back to the deeps apartment? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh, that, that, this freaked me out so much. So like he ends up, he gets his kind of come up. Exactly. Um, I guess. So he brings this girl home and she's like, I heard you have gills. I need to see him. So he fucking takes off his vest thing and he's got gills and she straddles him and she starts putting her hand up in her in his gills. And he's like, oh, my God, don't do that. That hurts. That hurts. And she doesn't stop. And, like, I, I have no idea what it would be like to have gills. But he sold the pain to the point where I'm like, oh, God, no, don't do that. And she's just fucking reaching in there and grabbing on. I was like, oh, my God. She's calling him a it freak. So you know, good. she's like, yeah. sit back, you freak. Yeah totally just fucking ruined that dude it was it was good comeuppance but it was hard to watch it was definitely one of those things i'm just like oh god what the fuck oh and didn't he try to save a lobster before this too yeah 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 he goes to a grocery store to fucking save a lobster or he's like grocery shopping and he goes talks to the lobster in the tank and he's like yeah okay i'll break you out and he gets the guy to go get the lobster and he's like right as he's like oh no i need him alive the fucking dude fucking <laughs> stabs the lobster right through the brain it was so funny oh my god every time he tried to save an animal he fucking ended up killing him oh my god your mic's going a little wonky nah, i keep i keep leaning back i think that's what the problem is all right 
So I think this is when. Well, then you get then you got then you got the scene where they 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 trap Mesmer in the he where he's like leaving town or something, or he's in the subway or somewhere, and yeah, butcher butcher yeah. finds him and you know basically beats the shit out of him and t- t- I mean he had he had bugged him so he had tracked him. And uh, he just starts beating the shit out of him, right? Oh. And as he's, it's funny because as he's punching him, when once he makes contact with his with his face, uh, Mesmer like reads, you know, reads his yep. mind as he, to what happened. Going back to Becca, his yep. wife, which. Then as so after Butcher kills kills him, you get Well he says I can help you find her. You know, so maybe this is the this is the first time that Butcher thinks yeah. she's alive. And then as he as he picks him up off the floor, then he just takes him and he like bashes him into the sink multiple times. Yeah. And I was and I was reading the behind the scenes that they made a they made a, a mold of Haley Joasmit's head. So it could look exact as he's bashing it into the sink. Oh my god! Oh, that's fucked up. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm I'm watching it right now. It's just. <laughs> um. So then you kind of this is after this is where Homelander finds out that or gets told that Becca. Died on the operate on the uh, um, delivery room table from trying to have Homelander's kid. Right. Um. N- no, that's not yet. It's um. You get a you get a scene. Well, with uh, Mallory and. Butcher back then, where he she shows him the video. Oh of, yeah, this is where this is where we yeah. learn about the video, uh, and that this is how he she rec- kind of recruits him into into her into the mission. You know, the boys back then, and then you get and then. Uh, what do you get here? Oh, I'm, I'm watching you now. I'm watching. There's a lobster scene. So that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you do have where the, since they know they're being chased, they they have you know like his dad and mother's milk's family and all that. Um, they've got them like in hiding because you because they know they're being being looked for. And then you then you get the scene of Homelander going to that uh, scientist Vogel Vogelbaum, who who you learn is basically the scientist that created and raised Homelander in the lab, right? Yes. Yep. And he basically he tells him he tells him that she got that Butcher's wife got pregnant. And that she lost so much blood, and then the baby 
died like four seconds after birth. And because coal miners, like I was told I couldn't impregnate anybody. And and he's like, well, you know, it happened. And, but basically says it's, you get a, uh, what does he say? He says, um, it tells him like Homelander says, you know, I'm your greatest creation. And the guy says, no, you're my greatest failure. You know, so it's like, it's like no wonder this guy grew up to just loathe humanity. Yeah. Having no mother, nobody to care for him, being in a lab, prodded and all that. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting twist that this, you know, with the, what happened here. Yeah. But there's, but then there, but again, they're, they're, they're still trying to get this, they give the compound V to that agent Rayner, you know, cause she says, I can, I can do everything but Homelander. You know, this is the deal you want it or not. Mm-hmm. So, right. because that's, I mean, that's kind of the goal of this thing is to take, take them down to expose them. I mean, of course he wants to take Homelander down because again, in his mind, Homelander raped his wife. Right. And then whatever, we don't know what happened, you know, from there. And then you get, and then you get, you get the agent Rayner and Stillwell, and and the agent basically says, "We know your whole deal. That you're not created. These superheroes aren't created by God. They're created in a lab, and basically, you're not going to be any part of the military. You're going to be go back to basically, you know, stopping petty crimes, and that's it. And that." she gets pulled out of that meeting and then this is where you see uh, our military overseas. Like they're going after like a bin Laden, right? Right. And after they kill bin Laden, this dude walks, this, this just dude walks out with no shirt and basically blows himself and the team up and then walks out of the building. So she's like, are you kidding me? Now, now there's now there's superhero terrorists, right? Yep. And and then you get then you get you get Huey and and Starlight, where she's confronting him about what happened. Yep. You know, and he's trying to tell her that it's about Compound V. It's you. You weren't born this way. You were. You know, you were injected with this stuff, and she's she doesn't believe him. You know. She does not believe him, and that's that's how the episode ends. Yep. And it, and that leads us into the final episode, David. Again, fucking, it just moves so fast, and the fucking final episode was fantastic. It. Every one of these episodes got better and better and better. It was like Titans for me, very much that it just kept building and building. There was never a lull episode. Well, so (laughs) the beginning of eight has this great, the the great military scene in Homelander, right? Yes. So 
there again, the, like the seals are about to go on a raid. He comes down, you know, like in, lands in front of them and is like, what does he say? Basically, I got this, boys, right? Yep. And, and, and remember, before he flies off, what does he say, David? You're the real hero. You guys are the real heroes. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just killed everyone. You guys are the real heroes. But I'm out. What about what about this scene where he just walks in and just fucking heat visions everyone? At this point, do you expect anything else? This dude is but just isn't fucking. It, isn't it just how they executed it? I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's just brilliant, man. It's it's gory. It's everything, man. He's yeah. He slices the guy off at the legs, across their head. He 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 smashes the guy's the one dude who's like kind of half on the ground. Yep. Freaking smashes his head open, and then this was all a matter of where he comes out basically, and he planted this, you know, that compound V. Yeah. This this is what they got right. So. Yeah. So this is where. This is, you know, the the whole the whole purpose of after that was that that Stillwell basically saying, "I got the only thing to combat these guys." You know, I we don't know how they got it or why they got it, but they have it. But who who else is going to stop superhero terrorists? But but us, right? Right. It's just mm. yeah, it it's. Very reminiscent of how our government works today. <laughs> it, it, it really, again, I don't, I can't think of an issue that this show doesn't really tackle in like a real brutal way, too. Like they're not afraid to pull punches at all. Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. So then, well, they also they so they look well. The team learns that the government's not going through with with prosecuting Vought. So you, this, I think, you get uh, um, a, a butcher butcher takes off, and the, and then the scene cuts to Annie and her mom. Right, and they have that, that you know, conversation about, about. She's like, "I know what happened," and you, basically, the mother did this. It's almost like, like when you have a, a an athlete, a kid athlete, you know, where you're yeah. like living through them. That's basically what her mother, which is, which is Anne Cusack, which is what Joan Cusack's sister. Or... Really? Yeah, I'm like, she looks familiar. So. That's interesting. Yeah. So then, I guess that's when the deep kind of tries to return. Yeah, he try. Yeah, he tries to return, and then and then you get, but you get Billy or, or Butcher and Huey visiting present day Mallory, and. Uh, this is where she, you know, she says that, you know, since her kids got fried, she's basically been out of it. And this is where she says that 
If Homelander has a weakness, Stillwell will know about it. Yep. You know. And then, um, and then, and then you get, and then you get the, then you get the team. Uh, they they get found out, and they all get they, them and the female all get captured by yep. that like that black ops team. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and uh, butcher, you know, they 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 go driving by and they see the like the the undercover van there, and they're like, well, okay, they've been found. And Huey's like, well, we got to save them. And then Butcher's like, fuck, you know, hell, bullshit. You know? <laughs> he goes, we got, you know, we got to go and, and hit him back or something. And uh, this is where then they split up. <laughs> right. Um... And and Huey, try, Huey tries to get, uh, goes to the church and finds Annie there. And basically tries to convince her to help, and she says, why should I help? He's like, because you're a superhero, you know. Whatever I did, you're this is your job, you know. And uh, I think she walks away. I think she walks. Yeah, away. yeah, she walks away. So you don't yeah. know, and then and then. And then you I, get well. Well, then you get there. So then there's like another party going on at like a celebration, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where you see uh, what's his name, uh, Giancarlo uh, es- uh, Esposito from Breaking Bad. Yep. So where he's Edgar, he's the like kind of the head guy, and he's talking to what's her name uh, Stillwell about basically moving up to his floor and he's impressed with all, you know, all this business she's got. So, so yeah. And then, and then you get, you get, uh, Maeve and Starlight, Starlight in the, in the slutty costume. Yes. You know, where, where she's trying to get information out of that military guy. And then this is where Maeve kind of, then after that in the bathroom admits that, you know, she really did break her arm when she was talking about that, um, that event. What Starlight was 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 saying was probably fra- uh, you know framed or set up and wasn't true. It just was just a PR creation. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So and and again, then what else do we get here? You get you get Homelander. Um, telling Stillwell that uh, oh, he yeah. made that super terrorist, and yeah, they end up fucking, which is again still creeped me out because I wasn't really sure. It felt very incestual, and it wasn't right. Yeah, but yeah, um, he, but yeah, he had, but he had, he admits to he was the one who gave Compound V to the terrorists. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then, and then, yeah, they have sex, and then she lets it slip afterwards about, and she says a miscarriage. Yes. And then he knows, okay, the stories don't line up with those two. Sorry. And, and uh, and then what? Huey gets himself captured. Yep. And then. <laughs> 
Frenchie says. This is like, this is one of the most beautiful, stupidest things anybody has ever done for me. You know, he's no, he said, no, no, never has a man thrown his wife away so completely like you've thrown yours away today. You rescuing us is the most futile gesture I can think of. So yeah, they so but he breaks out because he has like a. His old retainer. His old retainer. And, uh, and then, uh, and then you get another cut scene where, where Butcher basically kidnaps Stillwell. Yes. I said, that's what he, that's who he was going after while, while Huey was going to try and rescue them. Yep. So, and then you get, and then you get, then you get a fight scene as far as, you know, these black ops guys are, pinning him down and what starlight comes to the rescue yep star starlight and then starlight and a train right yep well yeah the starlight gets him out and then a train shows up and uh they get the um frenchie and milk and uh the female all get out Mm -hmm. and Huey and Starlight stay there to fight A-Train. And uh, while they're fighting, fucking because of all the the compound Vs done, fucking A-Train ends up having a heart attack and dies. Well, they... D- didn't they save him? No. Huey tried to save him. Um... Right, I, I think they saved him, man. I think you're right because because he, because she was going to let him die, and Huey's like, no. Yep. Um. And then and then again and then you get the the scene after that is Homelander, Butcher. You know, Homelander. Uh, he. He's got Stillwell tied up with bombs, and then you see Homelander walk in with her baby, just smiling away. <laughs> just this, yeah. this is a, this is a great scene, you know, because yeah. it's like, what the hell is, is he going to kill the baby? And uh, this is this is not this is now where we get the whole story, right? Yep. So so Butcher and Homelander are now the ones that kind of learn well homelander learned because what what you find out is he went back to the the scientist and basically beat him to death to find out the truth right yep so and uh he, oh my god you get he kind of gets the still well to admit what happened right right and she's like i shouldn't have lied to you i love you i know you don't need to be protected uh you know and but basically then she admits that she's scared of him right right and you know he's asking did you really ever care about me all that kind of stuff and she's like yeah he's like you know you he goes like i mean everything to your job you know, and he's like, "You care more about the damn baby than you care about me." And she's like, "No, I love you." All this jazz, 
Um, so after after she's honest, David, what happens? He fucking burns holes through her head, melts her fucking entire head. I again, I had no fucking idea that he would do this, and it, it looked fucking stunning. To be quite honest, oh like it God. was, there was the CG in this fucking show was so on point. Did you there see? Wasn't did, a, you, did you see where you could see like through the in the skull, like it was like if this was three D, yes. it almost looked three D, where you yeah. saw the back part of her skull from through her eyes, yep. and then <laughs> and then you get butcher. He's like, oh well, yeah. He's like, well, fuck, I'm dead, right? Yep. Hits the bomb. And it kind of fades to black. Yeah. And then. Yeah. It, it fades to black. And is there another cut scene of. No. It, it, and you no. just get him. So he's the, laying looking up at trees. No. Because it goes to credit. Because that's the end uh-uh. credit scene. Uh-uh. I'm watching it right now. It went, really? it went right from there to, to him looking up at trees through the sun and Homelander over him like, wakey, wakey. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I thought that... I thought there... What am I missing on the end credit scene? There was an end credit scene, wasn't there? Ah. I don't think so. This just this end this end scene was uh, where you where you learn that his wife's alive and she's got a kid who's got powers. I thought that was after the credits. Uh uh-uh. uh nope. And there wasn't an end credit scene. The what? fuck was I watching? Did I get that high? I must have. Yeah, there's no end credit scene. Hmm. Sorry, David been watching a lot of shit but i could have sworn there was an end credit scene but then you see the uh, kids eyes light up and butcher's like oh my god what the hell yeah but yeah they're they're at a house you know she's got a car so and thank god season two is is already it's filming now so we're gonna get it oh nice quicker but well i still think it's gonna be at least a year that fucking they were talking about how that fucking that Maeve scene with with the bus took like what fucking eight weeks? Oh really? Yeah. Like the the amount of CGI that went into this was ridiculous. Here, let me find it. I was just looking at it a second ago. So what do you while you look at it, so what do you think so what do you think season two is gonna be? So now we know all this reveal. You got I... still well dead, you got so now he, his wife's alive. He, you know, Homelander's that's his kid. He, he, he brought Butcher there for a reason. I like what the hell? I really have no idea. I really don't. I think that's kind of the genius of the show. Like, I think because I had no idea where it was going or what it was going to do. I think you could kind of see the downfall of them and see that 
they are bad and that the boys are kind of needed. Um, or it could continue that they're still revered and they're still glorified. I, I, I don't know. You could go either way. And I, I'm really glad I didn't read the books because I kind of like not knowing. Yeah, and I don't know if season two is going to have anything to do with the books and all that. I th- I'm think I'm going to read the books, but yeah, there's again his his handler is dead, so does he take more of a leading role in overseeing all the heroes? And how much of this, you know, family story? And what I mean, I just don't know what they're going to do. See, I'm trying to figure out what the, what can they do with Butcher now. I mean, it's. I think uh, his wife's alive. She's got a kid. What's the reason? I mean, what's the reason she never reached out? I mean, right. Well, I think, and I think that's where you're going to realize that that um, Homelander didn't rape her that she went in there and had consensual sex and disappeared. Yeah, I think, I don't know, man. I, and if that's the case, I think, I think butchers resolve to end the soups becomes even more. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. So they're still this, dicks, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the scene that I was thinking of is uh, a train going through Robin. Um, the flying blood and guts that you see, including the 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 droplets that hit Huey's face, were a hundred percent computer generated. The shot took just under, just under eight months to complete. Jeez. That's fucking crazy. Eight months for that fucking shot. Yeah, there it's it's a good thing they're probably recording it now because or filming it now because it is gonna take at least a year for it to come out. Got it. Well, I said uh, there's a lot of a lot of ways they can go with it. Yeah. So it's just, and again, we liked this so much. We kind of wanted to go scene by scene. We may have been a little clunky going through it, but obviously, if you've watched it, you got everything out of it that we that we did. Hopefully, I I don't. I can't. I haven't heard anybody who who didn't like it. I, the only I know that there's some people who have issues with the book not being adapted a little bit better. Um, I guess the boys have a little bit of super strength, so they're not just so you know just just human characters that they're actually a little bit super strength so that 
them going up against the seven makes a little more sense. Um, but, you know, I I think overall the complaints are, you know, not, I mean, I don't, I haven't really heard anyone like, nah, this fucking thing sucked. Even the people who had little nitpicks about story continuity from the comics even enjoyed it, so... Well, it's like I said, I have not enjoyed a series as much since Titans. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, and, and you remember Titans, it, how uh, Titans did it was, you know, that kind of every other episode had a different theme, you know, where it had like different characters, you know, like the Hawk and Dove episode and, you know, the Doom Patrol episode and and all that. So this, this I, I enjoy... I like what if stories. I like Elseworld stories. I like alternate reality stories, and this kind of gives you everything in mm-hmm. in basically a depraved Justice League. Yeah, and it's just, it's so funny that it was under a DC imprint and they canceled it because they're like, oh, we don't like how it's being you know superheroes are being portrayed, and it's you're basically referencing to get the fuck over it, man. Right. You know what I mean? I, it. Ugh. They they've had versions of a dark justice league and, and, and you know an evil justice league i get it though because some of the shit that your supposed heroes are doing is just fucking downright vile so i get you know not wanting to portray heroes that disturbingly but at the same time holy shit take a chance i mean this this from the sounds of it the people who read the comics absolutely love them love them and a story is a story man i mean it does not have to be canon again another fucking elseworld story whatever it you give your characters some of this human humanizing you know because especially dc dc has a way of kind of like their characters are always way more superhero godlike as opposed to being just humans. Yeah. So, you know, fucking make these characters a little more humanized. Whatever. Let, well, it, let them roll. They also talk about, you know, in the in the comics and uh they're gonna have an episode with his dog Terror, Butcher's dog Terror. Yeah. Uh who was in a brief flashback, but in the David in the comics, the yeah. dog humps everything, <laughs> like everything. So, uh, so they're gonna do that. Uh, you know, in the comics, uh, there were some other heroes. You know, there was that you know that teenage kicks team. They, they you know that was uh, in the books too. You know, they remember they referenced like a train and. Um, Pop Claw, they were in like the you know like the yes. Teen Titans, like yes. Teen Titans. So that's in the book. So they got they got a lot of things to draw on if they want to do it. So yeah, I yeah I yeah, I, I can't wait. Yeah. It, it was one of those shows that the minute it was over, I wanted the next season. It it was I gotta know where this is going. It's it was fucking amazing. I never had such an enjoyable time watching television, just being like so shocked and awed. 
it, it is going to be close because I really love Titans. But I really love the take on this. Like, this was so different and new to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, Amazon Prime, okay. I mean, <laughs> I they got some good stuff on there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I need to go, go back and get caught up, but... Uh, uh, What's the Nazi one? Uh, Man in the High Castle. Yeah. So I, I think I'm up through season two of that. I mean, that's a good show. Now, I haven't watched stuff like Bosch and some of these other ones that, that people say are pretty good. But, uh, yeah, it's, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's got the high ratings. I don't think it has as much exposure and it hasn't blown up like it would be if it was on Netflix. I, I think this is a a hard show to market to the every person. This is definitely something for an audience. I can see why it's not necessarily advertised hard, but I think prime is doing a good job of have getting their shit out because you're right. There are, there are some great shows like I I've seen them pushing that Jack Ryan show again, which I guess season two is coming out. I like the first season. It was enjoyable enough. I really, you know, I had a good time for the most part. So I'm looking forward to that. And that you're right. I started Man in the High Castle and I got to get back to it. It is a really fantastic show. Um, but Prime really does have some good shit. I just watched Clue the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, like, I haven't seen that in a few years at least. It's been a while. And uh, they have those like little golden moments of shit that you just happen to find where you're like, fuck, I'll give that a watch. I haven't seen that in a while. That's that's good shit. So I'd really, I hope Prime does really start to amp up their game and get noticed a lot more because it is, goddamn, that that should, the boys is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so it gets it gets a motherfucking Jedi from us, right? Yep, absolutely. Well, we will we'll have another episode. We're gonna be do what doing a regular episode this week sometime. Yeah. So, but in the meantime, so we should be on all the major podcasting platforms now. So, I you know. Apple, Google, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, we're on Spreaker, we're on Spotify, we're on Radio Public, I don't know, we're on all that stuff, so, uh, so get us on there, subscribe, leave us a review on iTunes, That's, that helps us out a ton, so, and you can, if you want to send us an email, it's vintagegeekspodcast at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Vintage Geeks Podcast. Twitter is at Vintage underscore Geeks. And Instagram is Vintage Geeks Podcast. So, anyway, that's that's our rambling review of the boys. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way I could put it. But, yeah, awesome, awesome show. This is, uh, this is why... This is why shows like, uh, I don't know, um, 
like crypto like i'm not through shows like krypton because there's stuff like this that's so good mm-hmm. that you blast through like krypton is okay but it's like if i don't see it and i don't watch it all in a row even though i could Right. So this show is just like a show like the boys. Like I watched it and then rewatched it, and I could watch it again right now. That's that's how good this show is. So. Yeah, it it it's a show that it. Well, it's funny because I told my son about it, or he he actually came up to me. He goes, Dad, did you hear about that show on Amazon Prime? I'm like the boys, he goes, Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm like, oh, Okay, and he killed it off within a day. Um, you fucking loved it. He's like. He comes out at one point, me and my wife are watching Lucifer in the living room and he comes walking out of the bedroom, walks up to me and he's like, holy shit, dad. I'm like, where are you? He's like, what they did to the plane. I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, oh, damn. He's like, that's crazy. This show is so good. And then he disappears and he goes, you know, I go to bed a little while later and check on him i'm like where are you he's like episode five i think i'm gonna finish it tonight so i go to bed i wake up next morning he's like i got to episode seven i couldn't stay awake i'm so pissed you know so i'm gonna watch it today he ended up blowing through it and when he woke up and he was just comes out he goes that was so fucking good dad that was so good like i know man i i don't i don't get how why it's as good as it is either he's just blown away cool and he, it, it kind of seemed that way from everyone. Like everyone was just like, felt like, holy shit, what did I just watch? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, multiple, multiple episodes of just a great end scene cliffhanger or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Can't, can't praise this highly enough. It's just a breath of fresh air in a, in the, in the summer, which we didn't expect. So that was cool so <laughs> yeah all right well that's that pretty much covers it anything else david no i got nothing all right so we will see you next time later end of line well i'm not the kind to kiss and tell but i've been seen with fire up I've never been with anything less than a nine So fine I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone fast with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay Hey, hey I might jump an open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuff
I'm the lonely stuntman that made a lover out of me. 